Hosea, the second chapter, and continuing along in our study in the book of Hosea, and um, last night was a was a hard study. It was very much, very much about God's judgment and God's um, really just pouring out His wrath on this group of people. And I think it's important to notice that many times um, that's how we feel, right? That when things don't go well, when um, we get the bad news that we weren't expecting, that it feels like God is punishing us. But we've looked throughout this book that God was allowing this to happen because he loved them and wanted to bring them back to himself. But they had been so wicked and so um, disobedient that he had finally said enough is enough. And I want to just stop there for a moment because many times people do one of two extremes. They view that they have no sin in their life, so there is no reason for God to judge them ever. And that's not true, because we all sin and fall short of the glory of God. Uh, the Bible even says that those who say they have no sin, the truth of God is not in them. And so you cannot be a Christian and say that you are sinless. But on the other extreme of that, many times... Everything bad that happens, we blame it on our past or, or on our decisions and, or that we're more wicked than someone else. And the Bible doesn't say that. The Bible says that it rains on the just and the unjust. And so it's very important tonight not to believe the lie that you're always being punished, but it also don't believe the lie that there's never a time when God is trying to correct you. Because last night we looked at some really awkward stuff and just very challenging that God was done with them, that God wasn't going to even hear them, that God wouldn't acknowledge them, that God uh, was telling them that they had put their hope and trust in all these awful and wicked things. But I want to start in verse 14 because even though God might judge for a season, And even though God might allow us to go through difficulties for a season, that once we are His, we are His. And there is nothing that will take us from Him or out of the palm of His hand. And so listen here with me tonight in verse 14. Let's start in verse 13, go to verse 14. I will punish her for the days of the bales which she burned incense, She decked herself with earrings and jewelry and went after her lovers, but she forgot me, says the Lord. So he says, the reason I'm allowing this to happen is because you have forgotten me. But don't miss what it says in verse 14. Therefore, behold, I will allure her. I will bring her into the wilderness and speak comfort to her. Don't miss that. Comfort. I will give her vineyards from there and the valley of Accor as a door of hope. Don't miss that word. She shall sing there as in the days of her youth and the days that when she came out from the land of Egypt. And it shall be in that day, says the Lord, that you will call me my husband 
and no longer called me my master. For I will take her from the mouth of the name of the Baals, and they will be remembered by their name no more. In that day I will make a covenant for them with the beast of the field, with the birds of the air, and with the creepy things of the ground. Bow and sword of the battle I will shatter from the earth to make them lie down safely. You see, God is specifically here talking to the Jewish people that he is going to take them and allow them to go into captivity, into slavery, but that he is not going to forget about them. That he's going to bring them back. He's going to comfort them. He's going to give them hope. He's going to bring them into a relationship with him. He is going to take their enemies from them. And I think this is important because tonight I want you to hear this. No matter how far you think that you have fallen for God, no matter how much you think you have made a mess of things, no matter how much you feel that your family is broken and messed up, God has not forgotten where you are. And God has not forgotten the promises that he has made to you and to me. And so tonight, whether it is that prodigal son or daughter that you are worried about, whether it is the fact that you're living in difficult situations today because you're dealing with the consequences of your choices or someone else's, remember that God's not forgotten you. And I really do think that Christians, we need to get back to acknowledging that some of the problems in our life are a direct result of our sin, right? I lose my temper, choose someone out. They go around town calling me a jerk. One, that's wrong of them to go around town telling that. But two, I did that to myself by my moment of sin. Um, you lie to someone. They go around and tell everybody that you're a liar. Yes, it was wrong for them to tell everyone that, but truly... The original decision was yours and mine. And so as a Christian, we need to get serious with God and say, Lord, those areas of my life that I've stumbled, I've struggled in, Lord, forgive me. Lord, help me to repair and restore those relationships and reputations that I've ruined. But remember, I got a wonderful phone call today from a friend of mine who was telling me that someone from both of our past that was really um, a good friend, but yet extremely lost and extremely difficult from time to time, had gotten saved and uh, was talking about coming to church. And it was just a wonderful moment. And uh, it was just a reminder that no matter how far you are or how broken you think you are, that God promised hope. And tonight I really want to challenge you to remember the promises of God in the difficult moments. Because in the difficult moments, it's truly when God's promises mean the most. You know, heaven is, is a place that I'm ready to go as soon as the Lord calls me. Um, no objections to going. But it means a whole lot more when you're sitting by the bedside of a loved one who's getting ready to step from this world to that heavenly home. Because friends, it's in that moment that everything you believe comes to life 
And so tonight I really want to challenge you that when you read this book and you see God pouring out his judgment and the difficulty in the situation to remember that God says, therefore, or nevertheless, that even though things happen for a season, God has not abandoned you. God has not forgot about you. And so as always, take hope in those situations that God will be with you. And as always, I want to thank you for watching. Um, I want to ask that you would continue to pray for those other viewers that are struggling, that have lost loved ones, that are having health difficulties. Um, sometimes we forget that there are people on the other side of this device and uh, we should be praying for them and we should be uh, concerned for them. And so, uh, as always, if I can pray for you specifically, uh, like for instance, if you're battling the flu or recuperating for a fall or accident or, or fighting cancer or lost a loved one or whatever the situation is, I would love to pray for you. And so you can comment that in the um, comment section you can send that to a private message to the ministry page. Uh, I'm not on Facebook personally, but you can send that to my wife. You can send it to the church, and I'd love the privilege of praying for you. As always, if you're watching this and you do not know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, I would love to talk to you about that. Maybe you're just struggling and going through a difficult time. These nightly devotions are not the only time that I'm available to pray and to talk to you. I'd love to talk on the phone for you to come by the office. However, I can help you. Uh, I would love the privilege of doing that. And so as always, I look forward to being with you tomorrow night. And I pray that God will be with you wherever you go over the next day. And so may God bless you.